Hey, Rob Bradford here. You guys know I'm always up for a good MVP story, and one of the best stories is Wasabi Technology. Wasabi is the world's hottest cloud storage company, and it's become the go-to provider for professional and collegiate sports teams, including 20 major league baseball teams like the Red Sox and NHL teams like the Bruins and Vancouver Canucks. Even the Liverpool Football Club is getting in on the Wasabi action. So why is Wasabi the MVP? Well, Wasabi was purpose-built to free businesses from skyrocketing storage costs and unpredictable transaction fees that the Amazons of the world are charging. In fact, Wasabi is up to 80% less than those hyperscalers and doesn't charge a cent for businesses to access their data. From Wasabi's AI-enabled intelligent media storage, Wasabi Air, to the industry's only cloud storage service with triple protection against cyber criminals, data deletion, and ransomware, Wasabi's taking the lead in driving innovation in data storage and helping sports teams to unleash the power of their data. Wasabi, another Boston-based champion championship team. Wow. Good music too. Oh. No, that's old music. This is this is old, huh? But welcome in to the welcome. Gym Day podcast. It's the season debut. Look Jonathan, I don't know if you're if you know this, but you're on the season debut. Oh my god. I feel honored. So, so you're digging the music? This is some, you know, laid back rock music. Yes, I like it. Some good vibes. All right, welcome in. We're back for the attack. Uh, I'm back simply just to talk to Jonathan India. That's the only reason I brought this podcast back. <laughs> <laughs> However, in the coming weeks, you're going to hear from, uh, see, I sat down Nick Lodolo and Graham Ashcraft together, uh, the best of friends, Eric <laughs> Davis and Barry Larkin together. Ooh, now electric, that huh? one will be uh, Barrel of Laughs. Jake Fraley, serious thinking dude. He'll be coming up. But today it's... Jonathan Indy, how you doing? Uh, I'm great, Jim. I, I feel great. I'm in a good spot, you yeah. know, mentally, physically. Everything's everything's clicking. Well, so physically, and you're probably getting tired of talking to, about this at this point. But uh, last year you came in heavier, yes, by design. Yep. Want people to think, well, hey, shut yeah, up, right. shut up, fat. No, that was, <laughs> it was uh, it was by design. Yes, um, but not quite. You know, it's always a learning experience, exactly. especially when you're growing into your body. Still a young guy. Uh, wasn't the right path, no, right? Not at all. You know, I got injured because of the weight, I think. Just, I, I don't think I could play it the way I was. I was 212, 213. And just for a player that I am, the running, you know, trying to steal bags, you know, all over the field, hustling plays, it's it's just not the weight I can carry on my body. You know, I got injured because of it. So, uh, came in lean and mean this year, you know. Well, in spring training, you look good. Yeah. Uh, not only uh, solid contact. I mean, oh yeah, oh yeah. Bring the ball all over the place. Everywhere. Just getting looked, caught, you know. Yeah, look good in the field as well. Yes. What you're going to need with the lack of the shift. Now, how are we on that? Because most second basemen I talk to, or at least the ones that are asked to go out in short right field, mm -hmm. no bueno. No, I'm not a fan of that either. <laughs> that short right field deal is. You know, it takes forever the ball to get to you. Yeah. And then you got to play the, the skip on the grass. And um, and sometimes, you know, you got to rush because of, you're so far from the hitter. Yeah. So the timing's off for me when I'm that far. Right. So I'm happy that we're not, in, you know, short right anymore. Um, you know, just we're playing we're playing infield now. You know, there's no yeah. such thing as infield out, whatever it is. You know, infield out, whatever they call it, the shift. Um, so I'm, I'm, I'm excited. I'm excited to stay in the dirt and 
you know, make some plays this year. Would you, would it be safe to say that, I don't want to say chip on your shoulder, but mm-hmm. maybe, and not necessarily prove people wrong because, right. you know, you're out to prove yourself right, right. more so. Uh, when they're talking about range, like, oh, I don't know. Without right, the right. shift, I don't know if he's going to you know, be able to handle or whatever. Are you out to prove some people wrong, maybe? In that of course. Region? You know, a lot of people, a lot of, there's some doubters out there that um, thought I should be playing outfield. You know, they thought I should be out and left. Um, you know, but I'm an infielder, you know, to a T. You know, in my heart, I'm an infielder. I will always, you know, bust, bust my ass to be in the infield. Um, you know, I work really hard to, to be in that position. Um, so, uh, I'm excited to show everyone what I got this year. The pitch clock. I love these new rules. I know it's a big adjustment for you guys, and I know it's a game changer. But from what we saw in spring training there, it's just a better brand of a game. It's much more watchable. It is. How do you feel? Honestly, the first two games dealing with it in spring training, I was kind of like skeptical. And I was like, you know, this kind of like got no rhythm. I feel like I'm rushing everything, hitting, fielding. But – as it went on, and you find your rhythm within the, the new rules, it's actually amazing. You know, you, there's no thinking involved in the game anymore. You can't step out of the box, take a deep breath, you know, be in your thoughts, you know, say, oh, my God, this is 0-2, maybe he's coming with the slider, you know, and the report says slider away. You can't do that anymore because you have a time on you. Yeah. So it's just see ball, hit ball at this point. You know, you get in the box, compete, and that's who I am as a hitter. I compete in the box. I don't like to think about percentages and – you know, what this guy throws at this count. So I think it helps me a lot um, for my game, and especially defense. You know, you just stay your focus the whole time because the game moves so much faster. Um, so that, that, that helps me just stay focused the whole game. Let's hope that uh, what we saw in the spring carries over here in the regular season this week. Yeah. Because there were a lot more balls in play. It okay. just was, a, you know, which has been lacking in the game. So yeah. what they were after, at least in spring training, it, it came to fruition. Did yeah. you think that there were more balls in play? Oh, my God, yeah. I mean, the game is just so much more smoother. You yeah. know, there's guys, you know, they're competing every at-bat, and so they're in each at-bat. So there's more plays in the infield, more plays in the outfield. Um, you know, there's a lot more high-scoring games. Um, it's just because pitchers don't have time to, you know, sit back like we do as hitters, you know, take a step out of the box. They don't have time. They have to get up back on the mound and execute a pitch without thinking. So uh, um, it helps pitchers as well, you know, just get get up and throw the ball. The mood in the clubhouse seems pretty good. Tell me if I'm wrong. But last year, let's face it, it was first day of camp. Yeah. You've got two major players traded, um, and it was a downer, man. It was like a morgue that uh, you, day, and it kind of me. just – it kind of just went through throughout the oh, yeah. whole spring and into the season, and obviously oh, yeah. you guys had that, that really tough start to the season. The vibe seems different. Is it? A lot more different. I mean, being brutally honest, as a, as a rookie with those guys I had on my team was, like, special. You know, it's a rare opportunity for a rookie to be with these with those mm-hmm. phenoms I had on my team. You know, right. Castellanos, Winker, Suarez, everyone. You know, Joey, all, everyone that we had um, – uh, but, you know, going into spring training, you know, them not signing anyone back, especially Cassiano's one of my best friends. Um, it I kind of took it to heart because, you know, it was my first time dealing with that sort of, uh, you know, thing right. where, where teams just get rid of guys. I, you know, I was my first time dealing with that. So I took it to heart. You know, I didn't handle it the right way, you know, mentally. Um, I talked to a lot of guys about it that, you know, I think that's why our season was like that last year because we couldn't, 
you know, we didn't have guys that would bring us together and say, listen, we're okay, you know, let's play our game. You know, we kind of all just, like, got shocked. You know, it was like a culture shock. Like, wow, where's everyone going? You know, why, yeah. why are we doing this? Um, but it's part of the business, part of the game. Um, and I matured a lot from that. And now I know that's how it is. Um, and all you could do is worry about the guys in the clubhouse, you know, and give it all you got with those guys. Um, and that's what we kind of preached this, this, this spring training at the beginning is, like, no matter who we have, no matter who makes a team, you know, this is our team. And we got to give it all. We got to have the same mindset through every game as competing and to win. Um, I don't care what people say about us on paper. Uh, I don't care what people say about how we look, you know, physically. Um, we're different mentally than a lot of people on a lot of teams. And I think we're going to have a really good year. Well, just that extra little bit of effort. And I think you've talked about this during spring training. Um, to play with more emotion, to have more emotion yeah. in the dugout, because you guys are going to need every ounce of everything um, to get over the hump in, in certain games. Yep. <clears throat> Do you think that that's important? And really kind of these new rules plays into the type of team that you yeah. may have. Yeah, I think I think <clears throat> we do need that gritty mentality all year to get over some, some big humps this year. Mm -hmm. And we have that. We have a bunch of guys on this team trying to prove themselves. Um, and that's special. When you get a group like that, that, that trying to earn their spots and, you know, make it make their names, you know, set in stone in their career, um, that's pretty cool. You see a lot of guys grinding for what they want in their, in their career. And, uh, you know, I, I think it's going to be a special year with that mentality throughout the whole year because I've seen it. I've, I mean, I've won a national championship in college with a group of guys <clears throat> that was – I was a sophomore, so our team wasn't as good as my freshman year and junior year. And we won with the worst team my sophomore year. Wow. Yeah. And no one hit over 300 that year. Really? Yeah. So it was – college level? No one hit, no over, one hit over 300 wow. that year. So um, – and we won it because we all had the same mentality. Yeah. You know, we played as a team. We wanted to win because everyone started doubting us because, you know, the Gators aren't, you know, number one. They, they're, fa they're false. You know, whether they're fake, fake number one. And we won it because we want to prove a lot of people wrong. I think that's what – we have that mentality here. We're trying to prove people wrong that, you know – we don't care what anyone says. We know what type of team we are. We're a fast, gritty, you know, mean team that wants to win. Oh, I like hearing mean. Yeah. I like hearing oh, yeah. mean. Now, you showed up, and you just talked about it. It wasn't long ago you were a rookie. Yep. Wide-eyed rookie. Yep. Now, a few years later, as it's played out, you're one of the leaders of the team, if not the leader on the team. Um, but you showed up in accepting the role and very outgoing and vocal with players. Why is it important for you you can lead by example all mm -hmm. you want, but also to be, you're not a rah-rah guy, no. but to lead vocally as well. Yeah. Why is that important to you? Well, I mean, every team needs guys to bring people together. You know, you can't just have a team of individuals where, you know, they just do their job that day and whatever happens, happens. I, I just don't think that's the right way to, to play baseball at this level. I mean, you know, I'm still young in this game and still a lot to learn, but, <clears throat> you know, the best teams I've been on, Growing up as teams that played together and had a good camaraderie, you know they've done stuff off the field together, um, and they just were good friends. You know they had a chemistry, so I think that's what we have, and um, I preach that. I say you know, we need to hang out, we need to be friends on the field because with that you know that bond you can create such something really special on the field, and I've seen it. So um, never seen it at this level, obviously on, on a team, but I've seen it at the collegiate level. Now something I was very impressed with is you're not just, uh, you know, 
talking the talk per se, you're walking the walk in this regard. You want to be an organizational leader yeah. because you even had a conversation, correct me if I'm wrong, with Matt McLean, who is yeah. some people say, oh, he's a future second baseman mm -hmm. in the Cincinnati Reds. And a lot of guys with the competition, yeah. egos, et cetera, wouldn't want to help a kid like right. that. But you went out of your way to talk to him. Why was yeah. that important? And what can you share some of the conversation that you Yeah, had? I mean, it's I don't think of it like, you know, you know, the young guys trying to take my job. You know, that that's always a thing in baseball. Yeah. Where guys are, you know, like kind of offended. Well, I don't know how to say it, but like kind of scared of the young guys so they don't want to give them any tips. Right. For me, it's, you know, I want to help as much as I can because I know my ability. I know who I am. I'm confident in my, my talent, my ability to play this game. I know I'm going to play a long time in this game just because of who I am. Um, so, I, you know, I'll help anyone at a position, even if it's second, short, third. You know, it doesn't matter to me. Um, anything that helps them get to where they want to be, you know, because this game is really hard, you know, and a lot of people in the minor leagues don't know until they get here how hard this game is. Um, so, yeah, I just gave them some pointers, to, you know, to never take a rep off even in these in these practices because, you know, that's how I made the team my uh, in 21. You know, I, I grinded every single day. And there were days where I was exhausted, but, I, you know, I had to make the team somehow, some way. Um, I played well in the games too, but – it all starts on the practice. It all starts there. Early routines, you get your routines in, um, and it'll translate uh, into the game. Well, I think it says a lot about you as a person that when I heard that, I'm like, wow, all right. Yeah. Go on with it. I was, I was very much impressed. No doubt. So um, who else do you think is – is it going to be you and Stevenson? Uh, we talked about setting yeah. you down for TV earlier in the spring. Uh, that, you know, he's obviously got to be a leader as a catcher. Yeah. But he's kind of growing into a leadership role, yeah. whereas when he first came, you know, he, he's such a kind person. He's, very, he's a very nice person. Such <laughs> a nice kid. I mean, his parents did <laughs> such a yeah, good job yeah, with him. Yeah. I'm like, okay, does he have it into him where he can go out there and just tear into a pitcher when he's right? not pitching well? And I think he's got some of that in a way. You guys have become yeah. tight, right? Yeah, yeah. Me, me and Steve are very tight. You know, we talk a lot about, um, you know, how we're going to go about this year with our team. And, you know, what we expect out of players and what we expect out of ourselves, you know, we're going to hold each other accountable. If he sees me slacking off with, you know, not doing my routine one day before a game or, you know, not hustling a ball out or, you know, just having a bad attitude and not showing energy, I told him to get on me and I'll do it for him. Just because we need that, you know, people yeah. look at us like, people look up to us a little bit on the on this team. Oh, very much so. You know, so, um, especially with Joey. I look up to Joey and Joey knows that. And Joey um, is a great role model for a lot of people because he does not take a rep off. And that's what I, I take pride in in my game is not taking anything off, not taking one rep off um, and hustling throughout the game, showing, you know, that I want to be out there and compete. You know, I give it 110% every time I'm on the field. So um, that's what I talked to Steve about. I said, listen, man, if we show that, you know, a lot of, a lot of, uh, of the guys on the team will follow because it's, 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 it's a, you know, a, it's it's a very like how do you say that? You're asking me. Yeah, how do oh, I? Oh, I say get it? paid to talk. It's a, I don't. I don't. I, I lost no the word idea. I was about to say. <laughs> Jesus, whatever. But you know what I mean. 
Yeah, no, I know exactly what you mean. Contagious. That's the word, contagious. Thank you very much. We've come up with the word contagious. <laughs> Don't rely on the broadcaster to come up with the word. You've got to come up with your own word. <laughs> yeah. No, I get it. It is contagious. And we talk about leading by example. I mean, Vada would be like the poster child oh, yeah. for that, right? He's I mean, the best. You, you talked about no reps off. Of it. <clears throat> in, in spring training, he... He just had his head down. He was a different cat. Oh, yeah. There was not a He's whole playing lot of right now. I talk, you know? talking going on. He was like into rehab and, and, and getting it right. So who are you hanging with on the team? Uh, let's see. I mean, I'm friends with a lot of guys on the team. Yeah. But off the field, I'm with Jake Fraley a lot. Um, Ashcraft. Room with him. Yeah, I live training, with, right? with him. Yeah, yeah. yeah, He's a good dude. He knows how to cook some ribs. Really? Yeah, you got you got to taste his ribs. That those are, I He's told him out on me. I told him the other day. I said, "Hey, dude, if there's ever like a cookout in Cincinnati, I said, dude, you're, I'm signing you up." Really? Yeah, they're that good. Wow. Yeah, no, they're that. Now, good. how did he prepare them? Do you know? Uh, he, he's got a recipe from his dad. He said. Um, you gotta ask him about it, but they're incredible. Southern kid with ribs. Unbelievable. Nice. Oh my god, <laughs> I just had them the other day. They're really good. Now, when I first heard that you guys were rooming in spring training, I'm like. Not that that's an odd couple, but yeah. it's like it's one that I wouldn't pick. Yeah, no, you know, it, it was we didn't really. <clears throat> I mean, we were friends. Yeah, but we were different schedules. He's a pitcher, I'm an infielder, so yeah. it was just a little odd. But um, I became close enough with them to be like, "Hey, you want to live with me this year?" And I got an extra room in my house. Uh, so yeah, but yeah, we became closer living together, and um, he's a cool dude. He's got a good mentality for a pitcher oh, because yeah. he's he is. Mean. He's a bulldog. He is mean. He's mean. He is very much. He don't care. He who's is up confident. Yeah, he is flat out mean. Oh yeah. I've asked. He got hit in spring training on the foot or ankle <laughs> yeah, or something. Yeah, yeah. I'm like, you all right? He's like, Mama didn't raise no. <laughs> I don't want to say the word yeah, he yeah, said. Yeah. He's he's a strong individual, man. Yeah. Mentally. And confident. I love. Oh it. yeah. All right. So you're hanging with a Fraley's an interesting dude, by the way. He's a great, yeah, great guy. I mean, really interesting. Yeah, he's very big into like the psychology of everything. Yeah, and that's what I am too. So yeah, we We're, clicked on that that front. And I'd like to get you guys both together. Yeah, I, I want to do that. Would you, you know like, how cool that would be? Yeah, to talk about like the, me the mental side of like like baseball and life. Yeah, because I talked to him about it, and it's in the upcoming weeks you're going to hear is it's a very deep conversation with Jake Fraley, mm -hmm. but I would like to expand upon it yeah. and have player player. And you could even host the thing. If you want, I would like I, to I could just stand co out of, action. Well, I could just stand out of the way. I'll welcome us in and I'll let you guys go. You want to be a co-host? I would do it. Cause that, that would be a sick conversation. We've had yeah. plenty of talks too. And they go on for a long, a long really? time. Really? Yeah. All right. Well, since we kicked your boy Farmer out of here, I know. Uh, you know, that's that's. <laughs> I'm gonna miss him. Big Farm. You think I don't miss him? I know. He, I mean, he, he was, was life of last the, year's podcast. He was it. He I, was the life of the party. We were thinking about renaming it the uh, <laughs> Kyle Farmer Podcast with Jim Day. <laughs> yeah. I mean, he does take over. He does take over. He does. But uh, hopefully he's doing well in Minnesota. We're gonna. I told him we're gonna prank call him on one of these podcasts <laughs> coming up. <laughs> you might. You might have to bleep some of the stuff he says. You know. I can Kyle. I can head it around it. We had to call him. I had to call him right now. But we'll, we'll move on. He's probably playing right now. No. No, he's not playing right now. We get if he does. The best thing is if he wouldn't answer. If we could leave a message for leave him. Leave a little voicemail. Yeah. You know how funny that would be. All right. Hold Let's on. Let's do it. Let's see if I can get this hooked up here. With the uh, the the new equipment, let's see. I have his number, of course, somewhere. <laughs> Kyle Farmer. Like, what do, what you do want, I have Jim? it under? Yeah. Let me alone, Jim. Oh, he is. Yeah, 
he's going to, what are you doing? What are you calling me? I got rid of you. <laughs> Let's see what happens here. Oh, you getting, you got it hooked One up. Ringy dingy. See if he That's so cool that you could put it on the headphones. Yeah. <laughs> Hello, Jim. <laughs> Kyle Farmer, you are on the podcast. You were on the Ooh. podcast, Kyle Farmer. Ooh, is is this my one of my best friends of Look all time? Oh, we did not goodness. think you were going to answer. Still... Oh, I'm just sitting here on the couch. Just oh, out, look man. at you! Wow, on East Coast time. I know. That's why we thought you playing right now. <laughs> no, no. They, you know, you know. It's funny, John. Is that uh, now? I'm 32, <laughs> 33. They don't let the old guys. Oh, so yeah, you get days road. off now. You get days off now. Oh, yeah. They, 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 they turn yeah, you they soft the, over there, huh? They let the old bones kind of just... <laughs> yeah, yeah. What are y'all doing? We're doing a podcast. We're podcasting, dude. Jonathan's thinking about being a co-host this year, and we needed your oh. approval since yeah. you were the... It was the Kyle Farmer podcast yeah. with Jim Day last year. You're passing the torch to well, me. Can you pass the torch? Gladly. There's no one else I'd rather give it to than John. But hopefully yeah. Jim will give you a little more perks than he gave me. You just give me a handshake. You know what? I've been working on that because I had to tell I I told the brass like these guys need something for doing the podcast. So who brought it up? Well, farmer did, of yeah, course. He's not here anymore. He's not it was here. easy. Yeah. It was much easier to throw you under the bus that you're not no longer present. Yeah, the fact that you're not sponsored now, it just says a lot about you and the job that you do. <laughs> hey, two homers the other day, huh? Yeah, it was sick. Jesus, yeah. Kyle. Yeah. Off of righties. Yeah, sweet. Both righties, actually. Yeah, it was off of Kramer, the guy. From yeah, the yeah, the Orioles. Oriole guy, yeah. And then uh, it was dead center online. Jesus. Like that you got some more juice, my huh? Eyes and, yeah, just, you know, I don't know. Extra dad strength. And I hit it. Yeah, I had to carry McCoy around. I'm chasing McCoy, McCoy now, around huh? now, not, car not carrying. Yeah, he's ch he's running around now. McCoy running the house God. yet? Is he? He doesn't know how to walk the house. He runs that literally <laughs> runs through the house. Yeah, I miss so that little guy. Yeah, we do yeah, miss that. Yeah, I sent Jim some videos. Uh, he he yeah, he's starting to hit off the tee a little bit. Damn, really already? How yeah, about that? Fine. Already? How old yeah. is he? he? Put on a glove. He's a year and a half. He'll, a year he'll and a half. He's yeah. already hitting off the tee. That's incredible. Very yeah, nice. make him a lefty. I'm trying. It's yeah. I mean, no. that way we don't. You know, there's no reason to uh, yeah. no platoon. No, make no platoon. You know, yeah. One farmer doesn't need a platoon. Um, or switcher. <laughs> yeah, but it's been good. It's uh, learned a lot about the hitting here. It's it's cool. Um, it's cool. It's fun. I I I, re I really enjoyed Florida, John. You've been Do nice you little, like it down there, huh? State. It's a nice little state. A lot of old people. Yeah. Um, <laughs> a lot of retired uh, communities down there. Golly, driving around here. I mean, you got to be careful. I mean, Especially Fort Myers where you're at. Yeah, there's a lot of old people walking around. Yeah, home, man. Driving around. It's like, hot down you know, there. Now, hold on a second. I have to stick up for the old people. <laughs> you youngsters. Jim, you're not really. No, these people drive where they like they're looking through the steering wheel, not yeah, over. Yeah, you know, that's, that's what you get when you get to the west coast of Florida. That's yeah, all right. Sig out the window. Sig when you go down to my area, when you go down to my area, you you know, you get more people our age. Yeah. What's the closest spring training place to your where you're Jupiter. From, oh, okay. Who's in Jupiter? Is that the Marlins? Yeah, Cardinals and Marlins. They're Cardinals like in, they're Marlins, like yeah. 35, 45 minutes from my from my house. You haven't gone to one away game? 
No, uh, Boston, but that's that's in Fort Myers as well. So, wow. but that's a. Yeah. I mean, those yeah. away games are hikes for you guys. Yeah, two and a half hours. They yeah, I mean, what the yeah. hell? Florida's a different animal, man. Freak training. Those away games. It is. You got to go like you Lakeland. Know. You're like dealing with I four, and it's just bad. Yeah, that's a joke. Uh -huh. Yeah. Yeah, but the, like the the weather here has been great. You yeah, know, the humidity is good. But then I'm going back to Minnesota, and it's 19 degrees right now <laughs> with snow. It's like. There's like six feet of snow there right now. <laughs> that, that's not fun, man. That's not going to be fun. No. Uh, how's it? How's the team looking, John? Y'all. Yeah, I mean, dude, dogs? I think I think we're gonna shock a lot of people. The mindset yeah. of the team is different. Yeah. You know, it's a gritty group, bro. You would like it. It's a lot of people that play sure. baseball like the yeah. way we play. That's awesome. You know, that's, hard that's hard nosed people. This is good. Uh, you already showed co-host abilities. This yeah, is yeah, beautiful. I am. I, I'm this getting is, into this. This is awesome. Getting, you know, Kyle's making me feel comfortable. <laughs> do that a lot to a lot of people uh -huh. well um, thank you for answering we were we were going to leave you a really um inappropriate yeah. message <laughs> if you didn't answer but you answered which is no, even I, better yeah yeah jim, even I better get, i get goosebumps i get goosebumps whenever you call me jim oh my <laughs> goodness now we're gonna have to end it on that that's just that's just this fibbing it's just one, one other question how is how is kirk sally kirk sally. Sally. Oh, here we go hey kirk's doing well man i like kirk He's 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 actually he still he's he's moving well moving around well. Good. Dude, this brings this I mean this camp too. This camp has been body. incredible. We've been running. We're like a track team. Dude, like, McGalley's got you running. Oh my god, it's incredible. We run bases almost every day. Oh no, good. conditioning. It's it, it's a hard camp. That. It's a hard camp. I bet I bet Bado loves that. <laughs> you should hear Joe, man. It's funny. He's funny oh, when he gosh. when he with all the running and stuff. And you know it's funny when I got here. The first questions that everybody asked me was like, "What's Votto like? What's Votto like?" And I was like, really? "How much time? How much time do you?" Yeah, have? yeah, exactly. There's a lot of stories about him. There's no way yeah, to explain lots. him in like one paragraph. No, no, you need a full day to talk about well, Joey. Yeah, that's what I'm saying. He's it's been really fun though this year, and he's he's already playing in games. I know. I saw it. Awesome. Can't he got believe a stolen it. base yesterday. Yeah, he did. He's dude. He's he's like running around like he's like twenty. It's incredible. Uh, good for him. I hope he. Uh, I need him to get above three hundred career. I just I need he him is, to get he above. He's locked in. He'll do it. He's locked so. in right That's now. That's a huge, a huge milestone for him. Oh yeah, he he'll definitely do it. I, I see it in him. All right, Kyle cool. Farmer. Thank you for turning over the reins. Thank you so John. much, Kyle. Hey. Love you, dog. John, when you speak of me, speak well. Oh, always do. <laughs> don't right, don't no, freeze your butt off up there in Minnesota. Yeah. Dress warm. Stay warm. Jim, Jim just stay out of trouble. <laughs> I will. Tell Granny and them I said, hey. All right, I will. <laughs> See you, Kyle. See you, bro. See you, guys. It's never a bad See, that's the impromptuness you know, of this Never a podcast. bad conversation with Kyle Farmer. There's not. Never. People are like, why would you call him? He's gone. He's the best. This podcast is universal. Yeah, yeah. It's not just a Reds podcast. Yeah. yeah. But yeah, Kyle, I mean, Kyle, was, you, you saw it last year. Kyle was like the heart and soul of the team. He was. You know, what he he was very, he was involved with everything of the team. Yeah. He, you know, when someone was down, he brought them up. You know, when he was down, he was always, you know, even killed. He, he never showed, you know, he was pissed or frustrated. Um, he always had a good vibe about him, and that's what I, I gravitated to. Can yeah. you be that guy? Oh, yeah. 
That's you, my. That's what you I, learn from him. You can be that guy, right? Hell yeah! You know that's what I strive to be my whole career is a yeah. guy that just helps people. That people can say, look at the look at the, look at his attitude when he plays. You know he struggled, but it doesn't matter. You know he's out there to compete every single day, no matter how bad it gets or how good it is. Yeah. You know there's never going to be a moment where, say it, it goes well for 20 games, I'm raking. Doesn't matter. Yeah. I'm not going to take any my routines off. Everything's going to be the same. So, and people are going to hold me accountable. I know it. That's good. Yeah, I I'm going to hold you accountable. Hell yeah, because Hell yeah. I uh, what it, last season was none tougher than obviously you guys. There's no, oh, yeah. I mean, that you know, was mental for, for fans for everyone, but for you guys in the clubhouse, there's nothing tougher. But it was tough on this little old meaningless broadcaster too. <laughs> <laughs> we're running out of things to say. <laughs> running out of the positives. <laughs> Making stuff up. Be, you know, there were times I'm like, let's make something up. See, yeah. if, see if people are watching. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. You had to come up with a lot of stuff last year, I bet. It's all right, though. It's all right. I'm not digging ditches or anything. I'm blessed. If you guys yeah. lost 162, I would still be blessed. So Jesus. I mean, I don't even think we'll have a team if we lost 162. Yeah, no, that would be, <laughs> that would be a problem. But, uh, <laughs> um, Let's talk about non-baseball stuff Let's do it. real quick because I, I, you know, I love that. Yeah, you went to where in the offseason went to Greece, Greece, right? Yes, I did. How was it? That place is special. Like, think about the definition of special. Greece is in that definition. Just because I went with my girlfriend Daniela, and um, you know, we we flew into Athens. It was about a nine to ten hour flight, I think. Um, get there. And you know they drive us in the city, and it's it's beautiful. It's like New York, honestly, smaller New York, and uh, the culture, you know, the atmosphere, the people, the food. I mean, the food you can't go wrong with the food. Um, everything about it, the, of the of the the capital was amazing. Spent two days there, you know, walked the streets. We we went up to the uh, the Acropolis, you know, where they did the all the, the Olympic games and um, uh, Roman games. Um, and then we took a boat out to uh, Milos, Greece, and then we started hitting the islands. So once we got to the islands, that's when our perspective on life and everything changed. Really? How so? Just because of like how those people lived in those islands. You know, they were so simple, so free, um, happy. Uh, they didn't need much. You know, they didn't have much. Um, but it was just like it was easy, li easy living for them. You know, there was no crime. You know, they, they always say, though, they sleep with their doors open, their windows open. Um, but just the way the mentality was, I talked to a lot of locals there and everything. Uh, when we were on the boats, um, it's always a happy living lifestyle. And that's what I got out of it. I actually got a tattoo there of uh, how I felt in the moment there. You know, and it's on my leg and it says uh, serenity. So it says it basically mean calm, you know, cool, collective and calm. And that's how I felt at every moment in that in that uh, that country, just because of the people that I surrounded myself with. Um, but Milos was probably, I think, I don't know. It's so hard to say because I went to Milos, Naxos, Peros, Mykonos, and Santorini. So I did five islands. It's so hard to pick which ones you know are better than the others, just because they're all unique. Um, but uh, obviously, Mykonos, Santorini are the well-known ones, just because of you know they're on the movies and. You know, magazines and see all the pictures and people, you know, scenery is breathtaking. Yeah. But I'm telling you, Santorini, 
You know, all the white and blue rooftops. That was ridiculous. Really? It's picture perfect. Will you go back? Yeah. Hell yeah. I want to buy a house there. Whoa. Yeah. Really? I, I told Danielle, I said, listen, I want to buy a house there when I, like, when I retire. Wow. Yeah. That's how serious I am about that place. Wow. That place is incredible. And the food, like, they don't cook with any of these oils we have here. You know, you feel bloated after a meal. You get a bad stomachache. I didn't have one stomachache. I was eating so much food, I didn't gain any weight. Really? It was, re- it was incredible. Wow. Well, and, there's a lot to be and, learned. Why, and, do, why I, do we eat like we eat? You know. And it's America. speaking for me. <laughs> it's America. It's yeah. greasy food. But, and I know, I'm never having a Greek salad here anymore. I had a Greek salad. You had a real Greek oh, salad. Oh, yeah, yeah. I had them like twice a day. I was eating them on every, every island, every place I can get a, a Greek salad, I was getting them. I was taste wow. testing them. I was doing ratings and everything. I was actually going to put it on my Instagram, but I never did it. Really? Yeah, you know, I should have done it. That would have been pretty funny. <laughs> How do you eat when you're just regular? Like, what's a, a typical day for you? For me? Off-season, yeah. I know Off-season, in the, in the well, season's different, but. Well, my girl, Daniela, is a very good cook. I told her she should pursue a career in cooking. Really? Yeah, I, I, I mean, it's it's a lot of work. So, I, I mean, I, I told her, yeah, it's probably not something you, you want to do, but. She can cook with the best of them. She learned from her mom growing up. So, um, in the Latin background, she she can cook some mean Spanish meals, anything honestly. But uh, she 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 we eat pretty healthy back home. You know, we have a lot of salmon, a lot of fish. I had a Traeger back in my house back home, so I did a lot of meat on the Traeger. Um, I heard those are awesome. Oh my god, I made some good wings. Really crispy wings, yeah. That were incredible. You have to give me that recipe. Yeah, yeah, I will. Sucker for good wings. Now. Oh yeah, I, I've been wanting to invest in a Traeger. You gotta get one. Gotta get they're, one. They're well worth the money. Really? Wow. All right. No doubt about it. Now, we've done a thing. We did a thing. You can search for this on YouTube, I believe, about your tattoos. Mm-hmm. And I, do you mind talking? I mean, this yeah, you want to do it again? This, yeah, this is obviously it's podcast form, audio form. So yep. you're gonna have to visualize this. But if you would like to go on YouTube and search, we did do a thing a about video, his tattoo yeah, because they have they all have meaning. Yes, which they do. Is very cool. Now his left arm, I will describe, is basically a sleeve at this point. I yes, mean, it's it completely covered, um, tatted up. Yeah. So where did it start? I love the story of the first one you got. So the first tattoo is on my ribs, and I was sixteen years old. I went with my, with my mom, and uh, you know I. Uh, at the beginning, I was like, I want a tattoo. I always told my parents, I want a tattoo. Like, I just, I don't know. I like tattoos growing up. And my mom was like, you sure? Like, it's on your body forever, blah, blah, blah. And I finally convinced her. She got one with me at the time. She goes, okay, well, I'll get one with you. And and I'll, I'll have to be there for it. And obviously, if you're 16, you need a parent. All right. So I went and I got this. I think I've showed you, right? Yeah, you've showed me. Yeah, the rip. It's awesome. The uh, cross. It's a cross with some wording baseball. above it and yep. blood. So the meaning is it's baseball stitching in the cross. And, uh, you know, I believe in God. So I got the cross and the stitching with because of my love for baseball. And then on the top it says have faith. And then the bottom says dreams come true. And it's what my mom always told me growing up. You know, she always said to me as a little kid, um, I kind of stuck with that, that motto in my life. I've always, you know, if I have faith in something and I, I believe I can do it, it's going to come true. And, you know, being a professional baseball player was always my dream. And I worked really hard for it growing up. And uh, 
this always reminded me, you know, if I had faith, I would achieve my dream. And I, I have so far, and there's plenty more, obviously, dreams I have. Yeah. Um, but that was where my first one came about. And then, you know, and then I just got tied up. That's awesome, by the way. I still get chills when you tell me that yeah. at 16, you put about your dream yeah. and that your dream, at least the Major League Baseball portion, has come to fruition. Yes, yes. Which yes. is going to set you up for the rest of your life. Of course. So, of course. Heck of a dream. Yeah, so, uh, and then my mom got a tattoo as well. Then She got a little love sign in Chinese on the back of her neck. Oh, really? With my birth date uh, year and my sister's. So. At that same time? Same time. Oh, that's awesome. That was special. Now, so that's it, was, very, it was a cool bonding moment for me yeah. and my mom. Wow. Um, and then, yeah, then I went on. <laughs> yeah. And got a little crazy. But uh, no, these, these all mean something. You know, I didn't just get them because of they're cool, you know, the, the, the looks. Yeah. But obviously the main centerpiece is my, the word family. It's on your forearm, forearm. left forearm right in the middle. Um, and then there's an anchor. If you see the anchor here. Yeah. Now, what's meaning, the, that say again? This says family. Family. Anchor. And the anchor means family holds me down. And then I have strength with a cross because he gives me strength. And then the roses are what, you know, my mom is fond of. She loves roses. So I did it for her. She's also a very, she's an also orchid lover too. So I'm thinking that's the next tattoo for me because I'm an orchid lover. I know. We've been well documented on this pod. And then I went up. God, that lion is cool, man. And then I always say I'm a lion. You know, yeah. I always say that was my spirit animal growing up. And uh, that's how I approach things in life. You know, I just want to be a lion among sheep. That's just my mentality with stuff. And I have a little cross around his neck. And then the roses, and then inside it says determined, because that's what I live by. And then a special one to me is my, my father's quote. You can't really see it. I mean, you can see it says, no stone unturned. Oh, yeah, I can see it. So That was his saying, no <laughs> stone unturned. Ever since I was a little kid, he always tell me to never have any regrets in life. Yeah. To always pursue your dreams with, you know, full intent. You know, there's no lacking in, in effort, you know, to go get what you want. To never leave a stone unturned. He always said that. And that stuck with me, you know, forever. I got that when I was 20, 21. Um, and that, that meant a lot to me because that hits hard with everything I do in this in game. You know, I don't want a game, say I make a mistake in a game. I know I gave it all my routine before the game. You know, it's just I made a mistake. Yeah. I, didn't, I didn't leave anything out, you know, on the field that I was like, I didn't do my routine and that's why I made a mistake. I don't want to regret. I don't want excuses. So, um, yeah, that, that hits me hard. And then this is a good one. It's on his right arm. Right forearm. forearm. says, move through fear, climb beyond the darkness. And that goes with a lot of stuff in life. And I found this. I was drinking a bottle of wine with Daniela. I love this story. Yeah. I was drinking a bottle of wine with Daniela. And we were just talking about stuff. Um, it was after dinner. And then she goes, Lo, look at this cork. And she was like, look at this saying. She goes, this means a lot to you, I bet. And I was like, yeah, because, you know, I went through a lot in life. And um, that, moving through fear, climbing beyond the darkness is like, it spoke a lot of words to me. It's just, it hit me straight to the heart because you got to go through a lot of stuff in life to get where you want to be. A lot of sacrifice, um, you know, not to get deep, but like a lot of dark times um, to be the person you, you want to be, you yeah. know, in, in life, not even in the game. Right. And so um, that meant a lot. And, you know, I always look at that tattoo. This is my favorite tattoo. That's your favorite one yeah, now? Yeah. That's and it favorite. stands out because it's the only one on your right, right arm and at the moment. And that's the only, I'm never going to touch his arm. That was my next I, question. I always said that to really myself, is. I said, I'm never going to touch my right side of my body. 
Yeah. Like up. I touched already to my leg, but yeah. Um, yeah, my right side of my body was supposed to be clean. And, uh, but this one hit so hard. I was like, you know, I need this one. And I, I decided to leave this one. That's the only one on my, on my arm, my right arm. Wow. What a great reminder. Yeah. And it happened spontaneously and someone yeah. might say that it was coincidence, but it was, it if was, you believe in things that aren't coincidences, exactly. then that it, it hit me good. And I was yeah. like, you know, this, this means a lot. Um, and that, that this, you know, means a lot to the game too, for me, like there's a lot of fear in this game. You know, people play with fear. Um, I've, I've played with fear before. It's the worst feeling in the world, stepping into the play, not knowing, you know, what's going to happen and you have no confidence, you know, you're just, out there just feel like everyone's looking at you obviously everyone's looking at you but when you play the game like that you play timid you play scared and that's not how you, you know that's when you make mistakes yeah that's how you become you know a bad version of yourself um so i, I remind myself of looking at that tattoo saying get through the fear of what you have that day and just play yeah you know and climb beyond the darkness of what the game because this game creates a lot of darkness in your mind Oh, it's you struggle. I've said it a thousand times. You know? I'm not the only one. It's a game of failure. Oh yeah. And so, the guys that can deal with failure the most are the ones that succeed. Exactly. So, so that that this reminds me to always, you know, beat that that darkness. Well, there's a lot of darkness in this world yes, nowadays. That too. So it's not just baseball. It can be applied for anyone and anyone out there that's listening right now. That could be their new saying. I mean, yeah. you could inspire some people to overcome uh, any type of darkness oh, yeah. they're dealing with. That so. is, it's yeah. This world is filled with it. So. Yeah, and you guys are dealing. I mean, I don't want to call it darkness, but there's noise out yeah. there or surrounding this organization and this team right now. Oh, How yeah. do you, as a player, do you block it out? Do you use it as motivation? Well, I mean, yeah. I mean, there's there's certain times where I'll use certain things as motivation. You know, I don't go out of my way to look at well, what is this guy saying? What what are these people reporters saying? You know, that doesn't matter to me, but um. I'll go here, here and there on Twitter, you know, I'll see. Like, I, you guys saw my tweet before spring. Yeah, you thanked someone. Thanked a couple of people. For the negativity. Yeah, the negativity, you know. I, that's just a couple of things I needed to fuel me for this spring and for this yeah. season. Um, so it's just a little reminder. It's nothing that I go out of my way to look at, but it's a little reminder to push every day, no matter what. Yeah, that's beautiful. You had mentioned that you, your first tattoo was about the dream of... of yeah realizing your major league dream you said well I'm, i have other dreams in, yeah. in life do you have you defined those yet going forward i mean you're still such a young guy and still yeah, young in you your know, career it might be this might be a tough question but have you thought about the dreams of your life outside of baseball of course you know i always think about dreams you know i want to have a family i want to have a beautiful family healthy family i, I want to just be a great you know parent um those are things that are coming up soon for me too. You know, that's I'm getting, really? I'm getting, I'm getting older. I'm not old, but yeah, um, not old like me. Right, like this right, yeah, crusty like you, guy Jim. sitting across from me. Um, but yeah, they're not. You know, next year or so, but they're they're coming soon for me. Um, and uh, I'm ready. You know, to be just a good person off the field. You know, do a lot of work community wise. Um, I want to help people, and I have a good partner for that. Danielle is a great partner for that. She's a very kind caring human being um we want to do like uh we talked about this a lot we want to do retreats to other countries um you know kind of uh like fellowships what are those kind of some missionary yeah, work? missionary works yes 
we want to we want to start doing that in the off seasons. Um, oh, that's cool. Yeah, that's that's. I just want to be a good person. You know, I yeah. strive to be a good person every day and help people no matter what. Be it you know, and a happy person. You know, I don't yeah. want to people look at me and be like, oh, that guy India, man, that guy's a, you know, that guy's a, a mean mean guy. You know, he's he's dark. You know, I don't want yeah. that. Because uh, I was I was that type of person. You know, I was very. Were you? Yeah, yeah. Growing up, I was a different person than I am now. In what way? Very committed, obviously, to my to my passion. But yeah. I didn't. I was mean. I just didn't look at people. I looked at people differently. You know, I was. If they didn't, you know, weren't as committed to to what I liked, yeah. didn't have the same desires as me. You know, I was. I just didn't care about them. Was there a moment where you're like? changed or something yeah it's happened? probably when i went met daniela you know she brought the, the happiness out of me yeah. you know the liveliness because growing up like as a kid i was fun you know i surfed i did a lot of things that kids do and always wanted you know to hang out with friends and, mm-hmm. and as i got older it's just like i don't know high school i was just kind of like i thought it was hot <laughs> you know it's kind of cocky <laughs> i hate that I'm not that type of person anymore so Glad I grew out of that. Um, you know, I'm a friendly, loving human being now. I love it. Flower boy. I, you know? Hey. I started to love flowers now. I never thought I'd love flowers. I, I, you read my mind because that's where I was going when you said that that kind of plays hand in hand. Yeah. That could you have ever imagined that? You, even though your mom yeah, she's always influenced you with roses and orchids, but where's the flower game right now? Where's Flower game is a little weak right now. Really? Yeah, I haven't, you know, I haven't done any flowers recently. And the off season is great, obviously. We have orchids back home, but up in Arizona, nothing. Past couple months. Yeah. It's been a little weak. Gotta wait till Cincinnati because we got some cool, cool places up there. We Things don't to. really grow in the desert, although. You know, yeah, obviously you know you there's a lot of cactuses. I'm not a fond, I'm not a fond person of cactuses. <laughs> you know? But yeah, once I get to Cincy, the flower game will be strong again. You know, they bring me happiness too, so. That is a beautiful thing. Yeah. Well, I'm going to turn you loose here. I hope it's the first of a few that oh, we do doing, this year. We're doing more? We're doing more. Yes. Yeah, I you, want to be a little co-host action, too. You're, you're going to have to think about now. We, we, we'll do Fraley because yeah. you guys hang out, and that'll be another deep conversation. But think of some other guys that we could bring in here and that you could interview and I'll just turn you loose as co-host. Oh, yeah. I think I like Senzel, too. Oh, that'll be boy. A, that'll be a, like a humor one. You think? Yeah, that be, one that we be. did with you and Farmer oh and Sinzel last year. You cut that I was out. holding on for dear life. Like <laughs> this might be the last thing I ever do publicly. I am in trouble here. <laughs> that was I a felt great like one. a uh, an elementary school teacher <laughs> dealing with three students. That was just trying to keep you guys in yeah, check. Yeah, we were having. It was like fun, the man. last day of school, and I was an elementary school. We teacher. We were having fun. <laughs> it, that it was, was fun. All right, well, we'll get him back in here. We'll think no about doubt about as well. It. But I appreciate it, man. Lots of luck this season. Thank obviously, you. I'm rooting for you. Plenty. Of, if people oh, are yeah. listening to this, obviously they are rooting for yes. you. Um, so I hope nothing but great things are ahead for you, and it'll be well deserved because you work very hard at Thank it. Thank you. So. Yes, yes, I do. Thank you so much, Tim. You got it. Love it, being it, here. Love it, being on this podcast. Thank you. I love that. Love that action. We got much more to come. We'll see you here from Jonathan India down the road. And as I said, Dolo Ashcraft coming up. Larkin and Davis. Oh, my goodness. I got those guys together. I've been wanting to do that for years. Jake Fraley will be coming up in many, many more. It's the Gym Day Podcast, and we're back for the attack. Thanks for hanging out with us, and we'll check you out next time.
Okay, picture this. It's Friday afternoon when a thought hits you. I can waste another weekend doing the same old whatever, or I can conquer it. I can hop into my all-new Hyundai Santa Fe and hit the road. Any road. The steeper, the better. Because my all-new Santa Fe is available with H-Track all-wheel drive, so I can hit the trail without a worry in the world. Heck, with three rows and best-in-class rear cargo space, I can pack the whole family in with all our gear. We've got available dual wireless charging for our phones, so we'll never lose touch with civilization, and we won't lose touch with the primordial power of Mother Earth. So which is it? Waste the weekend or do something a little more epic? And conquer it in the all-new Hyundai Santa Fe. Visit HyundaiUSA.com or call 562-314-4603 for more details. Hyundai, there's joy in every journey.